it's Susanna. Welcome to Fashion Love Stories by me, Susanna Galanis. I'm a jewelry designer, I'm an artist, and um, I'm a resident of Manhattan, New York City. I was born in Greece, and uh, my main inspiration and love uh, and passion is uh, ancient Greece, uh, all the teachings and the glorious times of that magnificent uh, period and uh, I'm here inspired by my ancestors to share things with you. I'm also inspired by New York City, that's another love of mine and uh, my times um, at FIT, Fashion Institute of Technology, Versace, Bergdorf Goodmans, and my times with my own jewelry collection as a designer, Susanna Galani's Jewelry Age of Gods. Mm, I'm inspired a lot by spirituality, so you will uh, get a little bit of everything, but uh, overall a very nice blend of um, inspirations and uh, fashion stories and love stories from me. I can't wait to share season four with you. Looking forward. Reminder, please listen until the end of the episode because usually I include a surprise or a bonus. I had so much fun creating this episode for you. It was interesting because I'm getting inspiration from the past, from the famous uh, writer, Proust, and his famous questionnaire that um, I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode, of course, but uh, there are questions uh, that several people celebrities uh, answered and um, it's all in the book that I'm going to discuss and um, it was fascinating to to hear some of these uh, answers for example Brigitte Bardot the famous uh, French actress she said uh, when she was asked um, what is your favorite occupation dreaming if not yourself who would you like to be a fairy where would you like to live on a planet of flowers um what else um your favorite names emma linea your pet aversion mediocrity the military deed that you admire the most peace how would you like to die of love what is your present state of mind skeptical etc etc so in this book uh, which i picked up from a vintage shop it has a lot of uh, celebrities uh, answering these questions and uh, just for fun i decided to answer this uh, questionnaire myself so you get to know me better and had so much fun doing this because i brought a lot of things to the surface even for myself i solidified certain beliefs and now they're on the record i cannot change my mind okay so um i hope you will enjoy it It's Susanna. Today I'm going to pretend that I'm a celebrity. Let me explain. You know that I love vintage, right? 
I absolutely love. I'm actually obsessed and half of my wardrobe is vintage and half is not. And uh, if I do not wear something vintage, I believe and I feel that I'm not dressed, I'm not expressing myself. And um, as I'm developing my current uh, style, I, it's a lot of vintage and a lot of uh, old couture pieces, very well made, and I'm infusing them with um, high street and uh, casual stuff like t-shirts, tank tops, corduroy pants, oversized, um, um, sneakers, different types of sneaker type of shoe and uh, cool sunglasses and my blonde hair and um, that's my style and then I usually wear uh, either an oversized uh, Prada bag or um, one of my vintage finds which I have so many maybe 30 or 40 or 50 I don't know I have to count and one day I'm going to tell you but in any case this is currently my personal style and um, I have to say it's working because I do get a lot of compliments and uh, the other day I was working on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan uh, by Central Park on my way to the museum, uh, the Metropolitan Museum of Art and I was uh, wearing my style as usual and I did get some people looking at me and uh, I caught them <laughs> and um, I was very flattered uh, because um, Style-wise, I feel very confident these days. So, in any case, um, I do love vintage. So, in one of my vintage um, visits uh, to one of my sources, uh, which there's so many, <laughs> um, I found a vintage book. It's called, it's by Asuline, um, the publishing house. And uh, the title of the book is called The Proust Questionnaire. And it was very old-fashioned, very much uh, gilded, like uh, almost like an old encyclopedia. It has like a beautiful Bordeaux color uh, with gold uh, uh, designs and the letters are in gold. So it's all cool and inside uh, it's definitely aged. So I had to pick it up because I love the idea of questionnaire of questioning <laughs> questioning things or or being questioned and uh, I find it to be very intriguing so Proust I am uh, going to tell you more about Proust himself he developed a questionnaire and in this book certain uh, celebrities have answered his famous questionnaire so what is the questionnaire by Proust? It's supposed to be very famous. According to Wikipedia, the Proust questionnaire is a set of questions answered by the French writer Marcel Proust and is often used by modern interviewers. Proust answered the questionnaire in a confession album, a form of... Um, parlor game popular among the Victorians and this album belonged to his friend, her name was Antoinette. She was the future, the daughter of the future French president, Félix Fawar, for, Fawar, I'm so sorry, pardonne-moi for my French, but um, I believe it's Fawar, 
um, and it was titled an, an album to record thoughts, feelings, etc., quote-unquote, okay? This particular album was found in 1924 by Forrest's son and was published in the French literary journal Le Carrier du Moins. It was auctioned on May 27, 2003 for a sum of... Uh, 102,000 euros, approximately 113,000 dollars. Uh, according to the book, uh, the owner of this original uh, content uh, is uh, Gérald Darel, is um, a fashion house. So they own the original. So a lot of historical figures were answering this uh, set of questions asked by uh, Marcel Proust, and some of them were uh, Oscar Wilde, Karl Marx, Arthur Conan, Doyle, Stéphane Mallarmé, Paul Cézanne, Martin Boucher, and Enzo Kell. So, this particular questionnaire, uh, the style and the content and uh, the idea was copied, uh, copied uh, by different uh, other publications and one of them is Vanity Fair so uh, usually uh, at the back page of Vanity Fair magazine um, a celebrity usually answers questions and um, it's cool <laughs> it's very cool like you get to find the information so what I'm going to do for you today I'm going to answer for myself, so you know me better, uh, the questions that uh, Proust asked to some of the most famous people in the world. So yes, I will pretend I'm that famous and I'm being questioned by him, himself. Okay, this is my current reality. I'm going ahead. This way, I will find some things about myself and also uh, some. Uh, you will find some things about me as we're getting to know each other better. Okay, we start. What is your chief characteristic? Artist? In- intuitive? Spiritual? creative that's it that's my characteristic in a few words what is my favorite qualities in a man he has to be strong righteous smart generous supportive intelligent compassionate and cool okay that's it what is your favorite qualities in a woman she has to be smart she has to be feminine she has to be uh, motherly sensitive creative uh, trustworthy Um, what else reliable with integrity 
and beautiful of course you have to be beautiful inside and out okay you got it next what is your favorite qualities in friends friends they have to be charming they have to be reliable trustworthy fun outgoing charming loyal and generous what is my biggest flaw procrastination your favorite occupation creative creative being a creative this is my favorite occupation creating stuff art jewelry podcast just learning and uh, interpreting things and sharing hope i'm not confused my idea of happiness connecting with the divine and everything going my way and all my dreams coming to reality the idea of misery not having anything to do and being bored and dealing with stupid people if not myself who would i be mm-hmm. i love myself first of all and i wouldn't change myself and my current circumstances i would be maybe i don't know somebody that made a difference in the world that pivoted the world the direction who did that maybe some of my ancestors alexander the great or Queen Cleopatra or some of the Greek philosophers yeah I would inspire the world this is what I would do where would you like to live well 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 things are changing it used to be other things but now it's something else I'm trying to move from New York City. So before it used to be New York City. So where would I like to live? Somewhere by the sea, somewhere with a lot of culture and style. I would say France, Italy, with uh, Greece in the summer. (laughs) Yes. And then uh, in between, travel the world. Your favorite color and flower? Well, it's red, beautiful roses, my favorite color, flower. And then color, of course, is red, orange. I love colors these days. It used to be black, but now it's more vibrant colors. I would say orange and sunny um, yellow and beautiful reds and turquoises and beautiful and uh, emerald green and blue sky blue all these colors 
so these are my colors i don't have a specific color but if i have to pick one 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 it's uh, red roses red and roses my favorite prose authors nicholas kazanzakis i like him my favorite poet Maya Angelou, my favorite heroes in fiction. Fiction is um, several. I have like uh, Achilles, Ares, Hercules, and Zeus. My favorite heroines in fiction Artemis, Athena, and uh, Aphrodite. My favorite composers, Vivaldi. My favorite painters. Um, there are so many. Mm. I have to come back to this at the end. My favorite heroes in real life, JFK. My favorite heroine in history, Cleopatra. My favorite name, Christian. My pet aversion. I don't know, I have so many because I'm so sensitive. I have to come back to this. What characters in history do I most dislike? The way I would like to answer this question is because I don't know history, I mean the true history. I don't know. I don't know if the history that I was given is real or not. So, until I get to know the true history, I won't be able to answer this question. Because sometimes, sometimes, people that appear to be good are bad and vice versa. The military deed that you admire the most uh, structure, discipline, self-control, endurance, power, determination, drive. I think I'm answering this correctly. The reform that you appreciate. I don't understand this question. I have to look into it and get back to you at the end of this podcast the gift from nature i would like to have um the change of seasons like every after the winter there is spring of course there is summer there is fall and then there is spring uh, rebirth 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 how would i like to die mm-hmm. Uh, at a very, very, very old age, after I'm sick and tired of this life and I've given all that I've, I'm here to, to give and uh, I've achieved my, my purpose and uh, I contributed and because um, I believe that uh, we are here in this world, um, in this lifetime, because we have a contract to fulfill, we, we, re- get, we get rebirthed. Because if we did something wrong, karmically, 
in the previous live, we're here to correct it. So I would like to die at some point where I'm so wise that I have learned my purpose, I have achieved my purpose, I've given and I've made a difference in this world, and I'm ready to go on to the next um, life, the next dimension that is. When I'm ready to ascend, I will then say, it's okay, I can go now. What is my present state of mind? Blissful? Optimistic? Blessed? And ready to go. For what fault have you most toleration? Um, um, hmm. What fault? When people that they don't know any better, I can tolerate that. I have to sympathize. I would say immaturity in one word. Or ignorance it's not the fault I'm going to try to teach people and then I will decide whether I would tolerate them or not my favorite motto is by Alexander the Great nothing is impossible to him who will try in other words as per my favorite ancestor Alexander the Great You can pretty much achieve anything once you believe in it, in, 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 in the idea of it's rightfully yours, uh, you can do it. You, you're that powerful. So, I think that's it. I answered the questions. So, hopefully, you, you, you know me better now. I still have to go back uh, to the three questions that I did not answer. And uh, this will be in the next bonus segment. Thank you for listening to me and getting to know me better. Okay, so here are the three questions that I missed because I was totally unprepared and I started getting very nervous and confused and I didn't know what to say and um, I decided to take a a break from answering these questions and answer them here in the bonus section. Okay, so I will answer the three questions that I missed and also I will continue with some famous quotes by Proust. Proust. So in the question where uh, I was asked uh, who is my favorite painter, I would say Botticelli. I love art and there are so many but I had to figure out my favorite one and it is and it was always Botticelli, Sandro Botticelli, the Italian Renaissance painter, um, in particularly uh, the spring uh, primavera painting and also the birth of Venus and the three graces all inspired of course by ancient Greek mythology so you won't be surprised with this answer because 
I love ancient Greek mythology. So it is Botticelli. So which reform is uh, that I pre- that I, pre- I appreciate? Which reform? Ascension, ascension, always getting um, into higher and uh, lighter vibrations and uh, states of being. My pet aversion, the next question. What do I find particularly irritating to others? Well, the most important one is, there's several, but they're all in the same category. It has to do with their character. Uh, When I deal with dishonesty, uh, ego issues, insecurity, okay? People that are interrupting because of insecurity, they think they know everything and you're trying to say something and then they cut you off because they think they have something better to say. Uh, Also, people that are staring at you, checking you out, but in a very disgusting, negative, laser-like glance, checking you up and down in a very bitchy way. Usually women do that, and I detest it. I detest it. And then another uh, pet aversion of mine is uh, filthy places of living. So there we go. I answered all of my questions. So now you know me better, I hope. Hopefully I will get to interview you. So I'll get to know you as well. So what I'm going to do next is read some famous quotes by Marcel Proust. And we begin. Let us be grateful to the people who make us happy. They are the charming gardeners who make our souls blossom. The real voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. A change in the weather is sufficient to recreate the world and ourselves. We are healed from suffering only by experiencing it to the full. Love is space and time measured by the heart. Illness is the doctor to whom we pay most heed, to kindness, to knowledge we make promise only, pain we obey. We don't receive wisdom. We must discover it for ourselves after a journey that no one can take for us or spare us. Love is a reciprocal torture. Only through art can we emerge from ourselves and know what another person sees. Time which changes people does not alter the image we have retained of them. The voyage of discovery is not in seeking a new landscape, but in having new eyes. That's a repetition, of course, but I'm keeping it. Um, If a little dreaming is dangerous, the cure for it is not to dream less, but to dream more, to dream all the time. 
We do not succeed in changing things according to our desire, but gradually our desires change. We must never be afraid to go too far, for truth lies beyond. Happiness is beneficial for the body, but it is grief that develops the powers of the mind. The only paradise is paradise lost. We are able to find everything in our memory, which is like a dispenser or chemical laboratory in which changes steers our hand, sometimes to a soothing drug and sometimes to a dangerous poison. Three quarters of the sickness of intelligent people come from their intelligence. They need at least a doctor who can understand this sickness. All our final decisions are made in a state of mind that is not going to last. The time at our disposal each day is elastic. The passions we feel dilated. Those that inspire us shrink it and habit fills it. Time passes and little by little everything that we have spoken in falsehood becomes true. Every reader finds himself. The writer's work is merely a kind of optical instrument that makes it possible for the reader to discern what without this book he would perhaps never have seen in himself. Let us leave pretty women to men devoid of imagination. We become moral when we are unhappy. People wish to learn to swim and at the same time to keep one foot on the ground. Like many intellectuals, he was incapable of saying a simple thing in a simple way. The bonds that unite another person to ourselves exist only in our mind. Like everybody who is not in love, he thought one chose the person to be loved after endless deliberations and on the basis of particular qualities or advantages. No exile at the South Pole or on summit on Mont Blanc separate us more effectively from others than the practice of a hidden vice. Everything great in the world becomes from neurotics. They alone have founded our religions and composed our masterpieces. The charms of the passing woman are generally in direct proportion to the swiftness of her passing.
A powerful idea communicates some of its strengths to him who challenges it. In a separation, it is the one who is not really in love who says the more tender things. Those whose suffering is due to love are, as we say of certain invalids, their own physicians. What a profound significance small things assume when the woman we love conceals them from us. If only for the sake of elegance, I'll try to remain morally pure. I love that one. A woman one loves rarely suffices for all our needs, so we deceive her with another whom we do not love. People can have many different kinds of pleasure. The real one is that for which they will forsake the others. The paradoxes of today are the prejudices of tomorrow, since the most benighted and the most deplorable prejudices have had their moment of novelty when fashion lent them its fragile grace. apologies for interrupting the previous segment because I had to cough. My throat was so dry and I could not take it any longer. So what I meant to say uh, towards the end of the bonus, this is bonus number two, um, in regards to the question, who is my favorite, a real, a real life hero? I said JFK and I meant it. However, What I meant to say, and all my friends and the people that know me know that about me, that my favorite hero of all times is Alexander the Great. He's also my direct ancestor because I'm Macedonian. We share the same birthplace. But regardless of that, I I totally adore this man. And I think he's like God to me. He's up there. So the reason he didn't... uh, come to my mind uh, to answer the question as him uh, being my number one choice is because I think so highly of him and uh, I think he's like uh, an ancient Greek god uh, and uh, I did not uh, uh, realize (laughs) because I was answering so quickly the questions that uh, he is a real life hero. He was for real a god, a Greek god, but for real. So. To correctly answer that question of who is my favorite real-life hero is Alexander the Great. Thank you.